where we watch one minute of Predator at a time uh, and then discuss it at some length. I think we forgot to introduce ourselves last week, so for some reason you started directly on week eight or um, episode eight. Um, and you're like, who are these clowns? I am Cliff at PredatorMinute.com. And I'm Aaron, also at PredatorMinute.com. And our guest this week is Shane of Nowhere in Particular, uh, but his specialties are getting big and making electricity hello <laughs> which makes him sound sort of like a supervillain, but <laughs> he uses his powers for good i can vouch for it he grows 20 stories high <laughs> and then powers all those stories for the low income <laughs> so oh minute nine uh, minute nine starts with uh billy putting on some makeup and it ends with billy having a good old laugh at a sexually insensitive joke <laughs> um, so, speaking of jokes, uh, this minute uh, has one of the two instances in the film where we get to see uh, Hawkins telling a joke to Billy. Ah, uh, yeah. This is like a kind of a gag the two of them run. Uh, this first one we see it. Uh, in this one, uh, Hawkins is woefully uh, lamenting that uh, his girlfriend's vagina is so large that it's actually recreated an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Which I don't know if that really has to do with size. It, well, apparently you, or can the acoustics. Live, you can live in this thing because uh, it's as big as a house. Oh, I'm confusing with the other one where there's an echo. This is weird because I just saw it ten seconds ago and I've already forgotten which joke <laughs> that was. Yeah. yeah, I was going to wonder where you're going with <laughs> <laughs> right, that. That's right. He, he was recounting a conversation wherein his girlfriend at the time uh, was lamenting uh, the size of her vagina. This is, again, at least a recurring theme. Uh -huh. um, and he says he agrees. Uh, he, oh, I don't even know where the goddamn joke goes. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I believe I he says something along that. the lines of wanting a little pussy. That's what it is. Thank you. <laughs> Shane will be doing all the cursing for us. He's like, pinch hitter. <laughs> pinch hitter? I don't know. It's some sort of cursing. Uh, but this is, a, this is a pretty good gag, though. The idea of telling a lame joke and then having to explain it afterwards. It's a little yes. out of its time. This is a much more modern style of sort of letting jokes fall flat and then sort of <laughs> Keeping them going until they become funny again. This, uh, whoever wrote this particular scene, this was well ahead of its time. This was not the kind of humor that was done in the mid '80s. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's as big as a house. <laughs> he seems so disappointed. <laughs> so she wanted a little one because it's as big as a house. He didn't even finish explaining it. Trails off. <laughs> um, which is odd though, because well, knowing what we know about Billy now, going back. We, we, oh, okay, okay, got I, it. I just want to say that, you know, we now get another sort of bit of banter between them. And at the end, uh, Pancho makes a joke, and Billy immediately laughs at it. And it was a more complicated joke than I got. In fact, I'm going to be perfectly honest that when I first saw this film, and I was, whatever, eight or nine, I had no, I had no idea what these jokes meant. I right. understood they were jokes from the context and the clues, social clues I was getting. And I think to my, like, shame i'm sure i pretended to laugh at them which must have confused my father somewhat right <laughs> or made him proud i don't know um 
but th- so after he tells his joke, we then get uh, the racial slur that we were promised. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, not racial. Uh, yeah, sorry, sexual right. slur. Right. I mean, it could be depending on the uh, person he's talking yes. about specifically. Uh, so basically, uh, Blaine is going around offering everyone his chew. No one seems to want any. Yeah, Poncho was quite almost oh. almost offended, but laughed at the end. You know, yeah. get that shit out of my face. Yeah, yeah stinking shit. Stinking shit. So it's yes. more the smell oh. he disagreed yeah, with, so I guess. And then Billy just ignores him, but for all we know, that was the actor ignoring him, so we don't know how much of this is improvised. Um, and we actually, at this point, though, going back to Billy a little bit, at this point in the movie, we really don't know anything about Billy, right? Right. And so we don't even know if he can talk. We like, didn't even maybe, know that he was in the helicopter up to this point. Yeah, <laughs> we were yeah. Talking about how we didn't even realize where he was situated in the helicopter. Guy, yeah, he was in the helicopter the first time at the very beginning. Now he's in this helicopter, so he's just the dude that rides helicopters, <laughs> applies face paint occasionally, and we don't know if he, if he, if he doesn't talk or, or maybe he had some traumatic experience in life that made him mute or you know not want to say anything. I don't know. I don't know, but... But Shane's right. He, yeah. he just basically appears right next to Jesse, the body, or I'm sorry, uh, next to Blaine, and it's like, there's no way he was hiding in those other shots. How did we not see him right. before? Yeah. They're doing some either tight camera work, or this is Hollywood magic. <laughs> I think he was just really good at hiding. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll find out later that um, he's exceptionally bad at that. He sticks, himself, <laughs> sticks himself in the only place in the jungle you literally can't hide. In the middle of a log. Across a river. Good job, pal. Um... Yeah. So, so what does he then say? Okay, so... Uh, okay, so yeah. to recount yeah. this rather... Uh, I mean, it is funny, but, you know, in our... What, what we know now, some of this stuff is a little offensive, but, you know, these guys are supposed to be a guy's guys and saying funny things. So he says, yeah. you know, um, Blaine's very upset. He wants to know uh, why nobody wants any of this stuff because if they took it, they would be sexual tyrannosauruses. Yes, Just yes. like he is. Yes. What? This is my question to Just our esteemed like panel. Him. Yeah, what is a sexual tyrannosaurus? What does that mean? Um, is it some like perhaps a lover that can keep a, a rhythm without the use of their arms or hands? <laughs> that's wow, a, that is impressive. That is. That, I, yeah. That's just, I don't know. I'm Excellent getting some chew. <laughs> Where does one buy chew? Right, right. I have trouble using both arms in a metronome. <laughs> And it's a term that, as far as I know, was not common. I had never heard it. I had mm-hmm. heard it at eight, but still. And now I only ever hear it from Shane, who screams it. <laughs> yes. But he's had too much uh, to drink. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yes. but it, it, it's funny. It's a really funny line. It's had to be Shane Black. I mean, if you've seen Last Boy Scout, this is how like everyone on the whole planet talks, according to Shane Black. Um, you notice he's the only one I don't apologize to, because he's in my size. Um, <laughs> but, so, he... You know, it's a funny line, but it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I get you're saying that, like, I'm going to be, you know, sexual, you'll be huge. It'll be like an apex right. predator of sex, which is, again, predator. Ah, okay, <laughs> that's not the time you really want to, uh, you know, you, if you're going to be a type of predator, be this kind that kills commandos not in the jungle. A sexual not a predator. sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was a little curious, you know, he he calls them slack-jawed uh, gentlemen who like gentlemen. Using the you know the a lot of homophobia here, a lot of homophobia in their macho world. And you know, I was recently reading uh, actually um, Alex Winter, Bill from Bill and Ted's Twitter feed, Mm -hmm. and you know, people are talking about at this time uh, that this is being written and produced. We 
believe that Bill and Ted 3 is being made. They're supposedly in production of it. Uh, so people are saying, you know, use the F word, the, the homophobic F word in your films. And he said, you know, it's uh, something I regret uh, quite a bit. So I was curious if Shane Black had some of the same sentiment, but I realized that searching for this was going to give me all sorts of spoilers for the new Predator film, which again hasn't come out yet at this time. And so I just, I didn't, you know, we mentioned in earlier uh, episodes that I just don't do spoilers in any form. So I have no idea what Shane Black's thoughts are on this. Maybe for all we know, it's just going to be just <laughs> rampant slurs all throughout, but it doesn't seem like it. I mean, things have changed. Yeah, certainly in today's climate, they won't be using that language. It, no. Yeah, it's a, no. You can make the same joke without using that Exactly. Language. Yeah, the same you, effect could be reached without. Have you ever watched a version of this edited for TV? Because I think he, they changed I, I, that to maggot. Really? In that right there. Well, yeah. that's impressive yeah. because usually when they change things for TV, and it is nonsense. I remember Ferris Bueller's Day Off was one of my favorites. He says uh, he keeps calling his car a piece of tin. And it's clearly not even Matthew Broderick saying it. It's like they brought in just some guy with a different voice to dub it with different background sounds. He's like, He's like, my car isn't a piece of tin. It's a piece of tin. You know, it's like the most awkward thing ever. Uh, probably the most famous one I would say is Big Lebowski, and I think that was done for comedic effect mm -hmm. when he says, uh, um, "This is what it's like when you." Well, I don't know. This is bad, right? This is what you like when you fuck stranger in the ass. It's changed to this is what it's like when you forget a stranger in the Alps. And I don't know if that was more for lip syncing or just they were like, ha, ha, ha. This is, that's funny. Um, so I'm curious now. I really want to find the version of this where it's edited for TV because we've decided to make this an R-rated podcast. Or actually, we're still PG-13 unless we drop a few more F-bombs, I think. Um, I don't know exactly how it works. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't know what that would be like. You also got to cut out some of the some of the gore i guess if you call that gore yeah you certainly can't show um spoiler alert hands on ears um dylan's arm getting blown off no what about the giant oh, hole yeah. the hole in it's the interesting because uh editing probably at the time when the film was you know edited for tv compared to what they would edit today i'm sure there's a lot more would be allowed you know like, as, as you know it seems oh, like that's true violence in pg-13 movies seems to have Escalated, you know, at least in my mind, it seems that way. Yeah, and I don't know how much they took films like this and put them on TV because, you know, this was a cable type movie. It was on cable and heavy rotation. It's just not something you'd really want to because it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like a box office smash or anything like that. It, you know, they weren't making toys and stuff out of it. Right. They didn't have to worry about the kids. So I'm not even, I'd be curious to know what they did. I bet, uh, I bet they just went with the old silence, you know, where they just take the sound out for that part. Mm hmm. It's a lot easier. Yeah. And, you know, the other movies that we mentioned, you know, Big Lebowski and um, Ferris Bueller's are something you could expect a kid to watch, you know, so you just got to figure out how to work around that. Like, but, you know, if you're letting a kid watch this, I mean, all bets are off, I guess. I don't know. I saw it definitely with all the cursing. Right, right, right. Um, so uh, I, I wanted to hit on here. Uh, so there, there's, a, there's a, we're, we're starting to see sort of a relationship between Blaine and uh, Poncho. So it seems to me that Blaine likes to deliver a lot of BS to people. And Poncho seems to kind of be the guy that sort of sticks up for everyone and, and puts Blaine back in his place. You know, when, when Blaine gets all offensive and, and you know, 
uh, derogatory like that. So we see we see Poncho deliver another joke back mm-hmm. at at Blaine. Yeah, good and one, so, good turnaround. Yeah, so then he so then on him. he holds up his I guess it's an M16 with an M203 grenade launcher. Yes, yeah, so certainly yeah, grenade launcher definitely. Yeah, yeah. So he's holding he's holding that up and he basically tells uh, uh, Blaine, "Strap this on your sore ass, Blaine," and which, which is. Clever. I mean, I'll let you explain that. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't explain why you thought strapping it on his ass. Cliff would certainly probably be able to explain that. <laughs> but I think, this, I think this may have been an attack back at Blaine for okay. his homophobia. I don't know. You just made another homophobic joke. You were saying that <laughs> you you obviously wouldn't enjoy having this in your butt because who could possibly enjoy that? It's like it's making people uncomfortable with the idea of anal sex. But the problem is... The, the wording doesn't make any sense. Strap this on your ass? Yeah. It would be like a reverse unicorn? Like, what would you do with a gun strap on your ass? And then, I yeah. I think he means I, just stick this in your ass. I don't know why strapping's involved. Perhaps it's one of those uh, money saving, they're like, eh, close enough. We don't need to reshoot yeah. that, you know? I think he's confusing a strap on. Which is a type of dildo. Right. Right. Yeah. That's but what like, I was thinking. Strap on. <laughs> right. He was throwing that in there. Yeah. <laughs> he throws that in there. Everything. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I like how we just started off when we first started this. The first week, we had to like kind of slowly admit to people that listen, there's going to be cursing, so it's an R-rated movie for those listening at home. And now we're just full on strapping on things, and asses, and fucking. We're R-rated now, boys. Um, but yeah, so the sexual terror resource—it's a classic line. I mean, it, yeah. it's, everyone knows that one. I'd say it's one of the big ones. You wouldn't even have to watch the film, and you've probably heard it. Like, yeah, and you just—you would just know. Oh, that's something uttered by Jesse the Mind Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> uttered by. I do like the tire, the T Rex, like in the films and stuff. It's like. It's such like an old school thing. It's like you know the other dinosaurs are like the millennials, and like the, it's like the T Rex gets to stay on top. You yes. know they keep creating these new dinosaurs. I'm in Jurassic Park minute, and I apologize, guys, because I know you guys already have your own one. But uh, it's it's such like a metaphor for like no no T Rex is still king, even though we've created these ones that are like genetically designed to be better than these. Like T Rex still wins. It's just like that's whatever. What the kids want. Yeah, no, that's just because anyone over forty wants can be grow up and be like, oh no, Tyrannosaurus was the best. That's right. So uh, speaking of that, since we're on it, um, that was it. Speaking of that, because we're on it, we're gonna have some dogs barking. Um, that's our new catchphrase. It's like when you hear this. Who we'll let the dogs out? Up. You know, yeah. <laughs> good one. <laughs> we're in the eighties. It's okay. Um, we're even eighties. So Shane, uh, tell us. Do you remember when you first saw this film and your impressions of this? I think uh, just kind of echoing what um, was mentioned earlier, like um, certainly I didn't understand the jokes, um, and I think it's uh, you know when you watch a film, typically it's like it's, you watch it with like perhaps at least in my, uh, it was watching with like my friends' cool parents. They were like, you watch whatever you guys want, you know. You're just maybe trying to be like, oh yeah, I get that joke, you know. I'm mature enough to understand and watch <laughs> right. this film, and when you're Laugh along clearly not, you know, it's like you know you understand that it is funny, not necessarily maybe why. And, and how old were you? I, I sorry, I just <laughs> for my own jokes. I would so. I would probably guess uh, ten or eleven, like okay. you know, elementary aged. Yeah, so this movie came out in eighty six. So how old would you have been when it? Uh, when it was released, I would have been four or five. Oh okay. Um, actually, just turned four. So I mean, it was like you know, it was a VHS for me. Yeah. Okay, so you, you gotcha. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think you any know. of us saw it in the films. I was, I guess you would have been the oldest. I would have been nine. 
and I just I really don't even remember much of a theatrical release. I definitely I remember it first on cable. Yeah, well, you as asked, I mentioned before, you asked an interesting question, and it got me thinking. Like, what were my impressions when I first saw this? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think I started laughing because Billy started laughing. Oh, and the joke, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I mean, that's so I, didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't get the joke, but I what I got out of it was that all of a sudden Billy starts laughing when poor Hawkins tried to amuse him with his big as a house joke and uh. completely fell flat. Yeah. So now that's that's sort of what I thought was funny about this scene when I was younger. As an older person, um, I don't know if I would have laughed at that joke, and I, I'm not attributing it to Billy's. We were supposed to believe Billy was a little slow or something, I think. But that joke is tough, man. It's not a well delivered or joke. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I laugh at it now when he starts to tell it, but for totally different reasons. Well, they might. Well, well I was gonna say they might have a bet going where where Hawkins, you know, has a bet with Billy where if he can make him laugh, uh, you know, and Billy ooh. might just be going, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Poncho's winning that bet. Um, <laughs> even though in the film, I will point out that you don't know this until you rewatch the film that that's Billy's laugh, but it's a very distinctly Billy's laugh. Yeah, very distinctly. Rising, <laughs> you know, that goes oh, up. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, so, like what were, Shane, what were your impressions of the, uh, the movie overall? Um, do you remember much from when you first saw it as a kid? Do you remember being more frightened, grossed out, thought it was cool? I don't think I remember remember it being um, scary. I'll uh, use Aliens as an example. Um, I watched that probably around the same age, and I'm, that film frightened me. Predator, I don't really remember being frightened. I was just the action, and you know, Schwarzenegger at the time was pretty much everyone's idol. I mean, st- I mean, he's still an idol of mine too, but um, today. Yeah. Um, so it was just just the, it was an action film to me. You know, yeah. not, I don't think I was really. Yeah, I think I remember it being a little. I was very confused by a lot. It was hard for me to tell. I remember very much being confused about just a lot of the shots they use. There's one early on, um, not to spoil too much. We'll get to it. Where like they're using weird camera angles, like an above angle where the skinned people. I didn't understand yeah. they were skinned, and yeah. and I think that's why some of the characters just say like, "Why were they skinned?" I was like, "Oh, they were skinned." Or where he's like cleaning off like a spine. I don't know that was a spine. When the woman's speaking, I couldn't understand through the accent. I'm just baffled throughout this film but i got the general idea that schwarzenegger is beating up a monster so yeah yeah and i thought that was cool i mean it is cool right yeah um, i don't think I, I now that you mentioned the skinning of i don't think i totally understand that you know yeah. originally either um, yeah now you mentioned that yeah so um and now it does remind me though that there is an alien minute as well <laughs> so at some point i guess we'll actually have to battle those guys so. oh okay like yeah. uh ba- a battle yeah. wits <laughs> no, I don't want to get into anything. Uh, we have no chance to do it. <laughs> well, we'll, just, we'll, we'll call it, just so we can call it Alien vs. Predator Minute. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Alien oh, Minute vs. Yeah. Predator Alien vs. Predator Minute Squared? I don't it, know. It'll we'll, I'll work on yeah, it. Okay. It's very confusing right now, but yeah. I think we'll hopefully Alien get it out. Alien two minutes. Yeah, by the time those guys get in touch with us. We're putting ABP the ball in your court. They'll probably be reaching out shortly. or something. Well, that, I think, gets us well past what I had for notes. Uh, we are finishing up Thursday, so if you made it this far, you got uh, your bonus slurs today. Lots of cursing. Yeah. Uh, that will be the first time we've said dildo on a podcast. Ooh. So that's always exciting. At least our first time. milestone. Milestone. First, like. first for me. Oh, there, well, there we go. Okay. Um, I think it's the first time I said strap on. <laughs> I mean, it's weird with all these mics around. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm worried now. So you might be wondering why, why tune in Friday? What's left for me? Well, we've got one more day with mm-hmm. our guest Shane. For those of you that were trying to guess, possibly is this Shane Flack? It was not. Uh, he 
was actually still probably doing predator stuff. Uh, but good guess. No. Uh, thanks for writing in with that guess. Uh, and he will be back Friday to wrap us up. Uh, we have maybe get some more jokes tomorrow. Who knows what these wacky crew is going to get into next? Yeah. Uh, but maybe I, get some I, I can't wait ground. myself. I'm yeah. Very excited. <laughs> I mean, the jokes can only go up from here, right? <laughs> uh, we will then see all of you. Maybe we'll have some jokes by then. Tomorrow, Freaky Friday, Radio Freak Friday, on Predator Minute. Until then. <laughs>